sweet spot. Sweet spot. <laughs> oh yeah. Is that the drinking game? That's it. That's part of it right there. <laughs> <It's> right there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. That's great. Take a shot, everybody. Oh. I already said, oh, yeah. yeah. Howdy, everybody. I'm Robert. And I'm Ira. And this is Anti-Wave. Yes, it is. A podcast all about the movies that aren't just about the stars. I like that because the movie we're discussing this week is... Ad, Ad Astra. Astra. Sorry about that, yes. man. There's a little chaos happening at the top of the uh, show. Ad Astra. And our top five father son father son movies father son movies yeah father son movies yeah and it's very fitting that we're doing a father son movie because our guest this week is neither our father nor our son Eric welcome back hi Eric. yeah love you guys thanks for coming back yeah. this is great Thank Eric you. uh you're a, a a film professor at at Valley College yes in uh, in Los Angeles yes yes you've been uh, teaching you teach film theory of like like history of film. You also teach like directing and yep. screenwriting, screenwriting, film production, everything. Wow. Yeah, I so don't teach editing. No editing. I'm no good at that. It's so. good to have you on the show. You've been on the show before. Thank you. This is your 19th time on the show. <laughs> That's right. Or again, so it feels like. It feels like that again and again and again. Now, Sorry. it's good to have you back. I think Thanks, you set man. the record for the most appearances on this yes. show. That's yes, my goal. That's yeah. my goal. You're the yeah. Tom Hanks of Anti-Wave. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What my jacket? What oh, my that jacket? SNL yeah. hosting. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, we got to get you a jacket there. I keep changing the number. Yeah. Um, Hey, man, what'd you see this week? Let's just dig in with uh, what we've seen this week. Uh, oh, you want to talk about top five? May we? May we yeah, do that let's first? Do that. And I, again, it's like I've never done this show uh, the, before. The top five last week, of course, was Secret Theft. Secret Theft. Secret mm. Theft movies. And we did get quite a bit of feedback, including... Yeah, go for it, man. What was this one? There's something about Mary. Mm. Uh, clothes, shoes, panties, and even thought like six people stalking her at a time. Adam is the only one that sold her item secretly. You're like mumbling into, yeah, the, yeah, into yeah, the mic. Okay, right. <laughs> the score of the Green Book, that That's too good. had a secret so theft element in there where he gets a lucky rock. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I vaguely yeah. do. Caught forced to return it on. Ferris Bueller's Day Off as a secret theft. That's a good one. Uh, That's, stealing, good. That's a great one. That, that, that's the really good one. Yep. Stealing the, uh, the Ferrari, right? How about Single White Female? Where Hetty, who was Jennifer Jason Lee, uh, steals Allie's identity and then steals her boyfriend. But the identity theft is a secret one. Ah, I like Ferris Bueller. That, uh, me that, too. That, that That's the gold nugget good. there. Yeah. I have one more. Risky business. What Mem- was stolen? Remember Joel has to, almost breaks the... Your virginity? Yeah, oh. Seriously. He almost breaks that glass thing. His mom was like, uh, and he had to take it and get oh, it fixed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It's been too many years since I've seen that. Great film. Fun film. I like... I, I remember really enjoying it. I've seen yeah. it a couple times, but yeah, it's, fun. it's probably been... 10, 15 years since yeah. I've seen it. That yeah. glass object. Yeah, that's it. And it's that's on it. a pedestal. Right. He steals, right? His, he steals his dad's right. car. Right. The right. one that's right. shaped like a big penis while he's like, he's raping the couple, the wife, and then he goes. That was a gets, different movie, I think. Oh, was that Clockwork yeah. Orange? Yeah, different film. Yeah, okay. I think so. That's what it was. Hey, man, when did you see this? Hey, week? you know what? Before we get into that, may I do a few This quick is twice you've stopped my just, progression. I know, but this is, but this is okay. <laughs> I'm trying I'm to get gonna, this show over with. I have a with. few little new... Let me just share a couple things with you, all right? If I may. Number one, the Emmys were last night. Mm. And I do want to mention two things in particular. We spoke about Fosse Verdon, and sure enough, uh, Michelle Williams did win uh, Best Actress. Congratulations, in a limited Michelle. Series. <laughs> and the other thing is that for the She's best... She's been on the show 18 times. I know. So I talked about Fosse. So I want to mention that, and I also want to mention that what got Best TV Movie 
see. A little bit surprising, and I think you're going to be surprised by this also, but it was the um, Black Mirror's episode oh. of uh, Bang Snatch. Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was it called? Whatever, Bangersnatch. 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 Yeah, yes. Bangersnatch. <laughs> which we thought was clever and the gimmick and everything. I was surprised it won Best Film, uh, TV Movie at the Emmys last night. Huh. And I, I just wanted to mention that too. So there. I kind of like that it did. That movie took some chances. It was risky. It was ambitious. It really was a choose-your-own-adventure. I want to say one more thing. Yeah. I want to say one. Did you see it, Eric? I did. I, I, I didn't like it very much. Why I, not? Yeah. It just, Which I, ending did you get? Yeah, I, got, I told him this, too. I got the, uh, I don't know, the second one or something. I went back. I did it a couple times to see it. And I was like, oh, all right. And I didn't like any of the Black Mirrors that, for this last season. I didn't. Oh, really? Yeah, was, I didn't like any of them. There were a couple of them that I thought were fantastic. Yeah, Miley Cyrus one was just, it was okay. I didn't really care yeah, that much about that one. it was all right. All right. Yeah. One more thing. So last week we were speaking, I was talking about Death Wish 4. Then we started talking about the cast of Death Wish 1, the mm-hmm. first one. And you were right. And look at the people who were in that film besides people like Olympia Dukakis. I'm sorry. What did you say? I was what? You were right. You were I, correct. I'm sorry. One more time? You're, okay. Yeah. Make that the drop at the end. You were right, Robert. Olympia Dukakis, Paul Dooley, Tom Hayden, you know, the activist who was married to Jane Fonda. He's in the film. Jeff Goldblum plays a freak. Right. He plays a freak. And I knew so he's were, playing himself. He's playing himself. <laughs> One more person in this hodgepodge of people they got in this in their first Death Wish movie. At the very end, Christopher Guest is a cop. That was what I was trying to recall. And he wow. has dialogue near the end of the film. It's so weird seeing Christopher Guest as a cop huh. in the first Death Wish movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Having said that, Having said that, can summer, we now present summer proceed? old, summer new? We now present the weekend review. Boom! Oh, go! We can review, Ira. Go. Number one, the hottie and the naughty. Oh, I guess you're <laughs> starting. Oh, who's going to go first? You're starting. Hottie, hottie and the naughty. You know about this movie? Yeah, I do. This is Paris Hilton. Yeah, yeah. I was always curious about it, and you know who? You Were know, you bi curious about it? Bi. Uh, um, you, uh, and I want to tell you that our our podcast lady who was here once with us once for casting uh, Sunday Bowling. How about that? Our our podcast lady. She was here with us once and <laughs> for casting. She Which joined us this? and she did the casting oh, for the yeah. hottie and the naughty. Oh, wow. yeah. Anyway, I want to mention That's a few hot. other films real That's fast. Hot. Contact and we've talked a lot about Zemeckis, right. but I'm still going to make the statement that as a director, his films are different and ambitious. And I think you're almost agreeing with that, aren't you? Well, listen, what I've always said about Zemeckis is that he's better than his films. I'm always disappointed going, come on, man, you're better than this. Why are you doing this shit? Well said, well said. Yeah. And and I think he's capable of so much more. And that's that's the real frustration. It it also just feels like he's falling into some of the Spielberg shit where it's like, oh, I'll make this very epic kind of, uh, I don't know, lovey-dovey bullshit movie that's not really going to stand the test of time, but it's going to make a bunch of money at the box office immediately and then be forgotten about. And, uh, you know, like Polar Express, who's watching that now? It's gone. It's lost. What lies beneath? uh, Some of these things, yeah, they just don't. But to a large extent, Welcome to Marwin, which we reviewed on this podcast. Yeah, 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 but... um, to a large extent, he is. I, I feel he's ambitious, and his films are different. But anyway, to, to yeah. your point, yeah. he's capable of Back to the Future, right. which people are still watching, yeah. and it is still relevant. Right, Forrest right. Gump. What's yeah. that? Yeah. Forrest Gump. What's that called? What's that? What's that? Gump Forest. What is that? Some movie came out. Bubba Gump Shrimp. Never heard of it. A simple favor. I watched this film because it stars. Drum roll, please. Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. That's oh. my girl. It was not a good movie, but I loved watching it because of Anna. And uh, also, I want to mention Boy Wonder. Eric and I, we watched it together. Yep. A few, have you, are you familiar with that? Gay 
<laughs> we yeah, go ahead. What, what do we say? That was like Death Wish for among for kids, yeah. right? A Death Wish kids death Avengers wish movie. For kids. Well, it, well, it was no, that's teenage Death Wish. A teenage it really death was. Wish. It was Death Wish. What but is this kids movie? Getting even. It's called Boy Wonder. Our our friend Stan recommended it, and uh, he loved it. And, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, you guys. <laughs> I, okay, I like this. I like the premise of. Yeah, yeah. Death Wish for Kids. Well, that's, yeah. that's kids, the movie I want to see. Kids getting even with revenge. That's what it is. Finally, I did see again the movie Arrival, and I got a lot out of it the second time around. Oh, I saw it one time. Is in that the your theater. second time seeing it? Yeah, oh. yeah. And uh, there's a lot to be said for that mm-hmm. film, and of course, um, uh, starring um, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Yeah, Amy. Amy Adams. Oh. And that same year, she was in Nocturnal Emission. I'm sorry, I always say that <laughs> Nocturnal Animals. Remember? But uh, anyway, those are the five movies I saw. Someone else, take it away. You know, wait. I want to comment. Nocturnal Animals. It's been a number of years since we've seen it. Yeah. I, I I'm waiting for the five year mark because I think we should go back after five years of doing this podcast and start to revisit what what money shots really uh, impacted us and what movies hold up after five years. And that would be at the top of my list of movies I would want to see. It's been five years. Does, is this really as good as I remember? Did you see Nocturnal? I did, and I, I listened to your podcast right after seeing it. I remember thinking, God, you guys really nailed a lot of this. I, it was great what mm. you guys said. Yeah, I'd like to see it again, too. I'd like to see it That's again. one of our early yeah, episodes. Yeah, that was. That was one of our first. Was that, that was two years ago. That was one of... Two and a half. That was the first episode you were on, yes. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it was. Man. So, how yeah, about that? How about that? So, in three more years, we'll revisit it. I want to say it's like episode four or five. I, I think it's right up there in the this top seven. This is episode seven, 143. Sure. Wow. So, yeah. wow. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, man. Yeah, how about that? <sighs> man, I <sighs> need a rest. for a while. I need a rest. Um, those are my five films. Someone else, take it away. Eric, what did you see this week? Uh, well, you didn't actually see all of Boy Wonder. I, I watched the whole thing and had a... Had a he passed out? He left. He went home. Oh. And it was like, all right, I'll just watch the rest. Because I, I, I'm like you. I have to see... If I start a film, I got to see the way, the whole thing all the way to the end. Did you wonder what happened, Ira? I wondered about Boy Wonder. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. But I told wonder. you. Wonder. I, I called you the next day and told you the ending. You were like, oh, that's really clever. That was interesting. It mm. really The ending was like the big twist. And that made it worth it. Well, now you make me curious. I want to see it. I know. You should. Check it out. By curious. Go ahead. What, By what else did you see? <laughs> I saw the, a great... I like this film a lot. Uh, All is True, the Kenneth Branagh Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. It was pretty good. I it, never saw it. It's really good. Yeah? It's worth It's worth checking out. Huh. If you like anything about Dick... Uh, Dickens. Dick? Uh, yeah, that too. If By you like curious. anything about Shakespeare... Uh, and that period right after the Globe Theater burned and he went home. Yeah. That's what it does. It's really interesting. I, I am interested in that. You should I, I feel like Brano is the one to bring it. Yeah, he was great. He directed right. and starred. It was good. That sounds good. I've, I've been doing a lot of, uh, uh, of work around the house, and so I had a bunch of movies on in the background this, uh, this week. Uh, movies like Days of Thunder, which I wanted to go back and just kind of revisit, but not focus completely on. The Martian is always such I a good that. background oh, movie. Man, film. it's so awesome. Um, and then I got on a little kick and wanted to watch We Bought a Zoo! Ugh, Matt Damon. <laughs> you didn't like that? No. You didn't like We Bought a Zoo? No. Oh, man. Uh, I thought I thought it delivered perfectly what it set out to do. I'm with Jimmy Kimmel on that one. I am. What did he say about oh, it? Oh, he just he rags on Damon all the time. They get a friendly feeling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But I the thought We Bought a Zoo was good. did what it was supposed to do, uh, but, and it did it very well. But We Bought a Zoo... Not just did what it was supposed to do; it knocked it out of out the park. Yes, it was a park. Yeah, I got that. But it was a, it, in terms of doing what it's supposed to do, right? It doesn't try to. It's not an art film. It's not. It just. It's a very 
good, fun family movie. I don't know. That's it. I do want to point one thing out about The Martian, and I'm not sure if I've said it on this podcast before, but I found myself saying it yet again to my wife and producer of this show. Uh, I love in The Martian that no one is fighting against each other because you don't need it. I've said this a million times about zombie movies where everybody's arguing with each other and they're all fighting, and that's you're good. like, why is everybody doing this and they i think it's it's lazy screenwriting it's screenwriters who say oh well we have to have tension among sure. the people no you don't there's enough tension with zombies trying to break down the the door or in this case a guy trying to get off a planet that he's been stranded on without there being more tension between the characters you don't need that so what is the i i kind of 100 agree what is the conflict then in the martian that he can't get home that's it that's Man. it Man versus you know, I hear you. nature. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, hear you. Now, good. there was the one young scientist, right? The kid. But, and at first, they didn't think he had credibility. And then he proved himself to have that's a solution. conflict. That's not disagreement amongst themselves. Yeah. The only disagreement amongst themselves comes when NASA is trying to figure out what's the best plan to, to get him home. And the director says, okay, this is the plan we're going to do. And then one of the guys um, uh, undercuts him and, and winds up sneaking the the another set of plans to the, uh, the, the guys that are on the way. No, no, no. The Chinese have sent up a rocket. But the, the crew that left him, that left Mark Watney there, they're already coming back. And this other guy who works for NASA sends them plans saying, hey, you could go back and get him and force right. NASA's hand. That's right. And that's the only real personal conflict mono mono conflict that really happens uh there is a little bit of like who the fuck is this guy with right. this weird plan right. yeah. but they the only real tension conflict and even then they have this kind of discussion afterward which is like i'll expect a resignation when all this is over because you right. really fucked me over but right, look, right. now that you've done it let's go forward and let's just move on yeah and it was really just a side note it's not a main thrust of the movie pardon the pun but uh I, I really, really like that aspect of the movie. And I, th I think the more I watch it, which I've seen it several times, it really highlights that element to me. And I wish more films did mm. that. It makes it much more realistic in a sense too. Because I just don't think people are like that. That they're constantly fighting when they're trying to get something done right. like that. I think it's one of Ridley Scott's best films. I do. I think I so too. Top five films. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Uh, but I also saw Freaks. Have you guys seen Freaks? Original 1932? No. Oh. Although I did see that about a year or two ago. Did we go together to see that? I didn't go with you to okay. see that. Yeah. So that was one of the, the midnight screenings that uh, Craig did, oh. our buddy Craig. You didn't invite me to I go did not you. invite you, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you were, I yeah, would have probably, been happy to go. Why yeah. did you invite me? I had well, nothing to do that I just night. thought the subject matter might be hit a little too close to home. Too close to close home. To home. <laughs> you know, I just figured I'd, I'd save you the embarrassment of having people say one of us as you're trying to leave the theater. One of us. One <laughs> right, of that's us. That's it. That's it. <clears throat> uh, no, the new movie Freaks, it's, uh, oh man, uh, it's like a futuristic, it's like X-Men meets, uh, what, Producer Joey, what did I say? It was like X-Men meets what? A movie I didn't know. A movie she didn't know. <laughs> it's kind of like if X-Men, oh, I don't know, they're hiding a girl that's got these mutant powers I don't know. I was disappointed with it. Ultimately, I think I wound up talking too much about the Martian on this. So we'll just say I saw freaks. Don't don't bother. It was okay. It was, it was a three star. I'll move along. <laughs> Let's talk about our movie, Ad Astra. And Robert, talk us through it. Okay, Ad Astra. Centers on Brad Pitt's character who um, has been kind of selected by the by NASA or whatever space program is going on in the not too distant future. I guess it is too distant future, the very distant future. Uh he's been selected to um to try to connect with his father who was an astronaut who took off many years earlier in a space 
uh, space mission to go out to Neptune, and uh, they they thought he was dead, but it turns out there's been this uh, antimatter that's been released from that area, and they think that it might have been Brad Pitt's father who is releasing all of this stuff and it's causing these massive blackouts and could uh, potentially kill everybody and like completely restruct the entire solar system and and cause huge damage so brad pitt is on a mission to go uh talk to his dad and get him to stop releasing all this antimatter this is a very reminiscent plot of uh of apocalypse now right. mm. like, remember when uh when martin sheen was was worried about antimatter <laughs> and he was like all like hitting mirrors and busting his hand Neptune. up and everything. He's like antimatter. <laughs> Remember that? That was a great scene. But there was an obvious similarity. Instead of a, a voyage in space, right. it was the apocalypse are going down the river. And here, of course, this is this movie is and the narration. The narration was very apocalypse now. Right. Right. right, right, right. This movie, I'm sure they pitched it this way, but this movie is a hundred percent 2001 meets Apocalypse Now, and. Yep. Maybe you got a little bit of uh, a thin red line sprinkled in there somewhere. Yep. yep. Uh, more. All right. What do we think, Eric? What do you think? Um. Wow. Yeah. It's one packing here of this. I. I like part of it. I like. Was oh, that a traveling joke? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Going to packing. Know, I got packing. you. Yeah. I thought a lot about it afterwards. There were some things I was like, "Why did they?" I think the biggest thing I I wondered was why were there certain things in the film. Why did they make certain choices? Let me ask you a question. Why did Brad Pitt need to go when he went to Mars and take sabotage the rocket, you know, go on the go on the thing, hijack the rocket, kill maybe not indirectly, but his actions led to the death of all the crew and basically he went to do the same thing that they were going to do too. I'll do you one better. Why did he need to go to Mars to send right, a voice right, message? Right, right. right. The oh. whole movie centers on him yeah. going to Mars so that he can send a voice message at laser speed. And they address it. They say something to the effect of like, well, all of our electronics are down on Earth because of these like antimatter releases. Right. But like, you can't send a fucking voicemail yeah, to, seriously. to the moon and then from, relay it from the moon to Mars. Right, right. But you can send rocket ships. What? Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. So I wonder why Why do we and, even need that, that break-in? Why do we need the hijacking? That well, and we sense. know that they're communicating because the, the flight conductors are talking to each other. So right. there has to be some form of communication that's going that on. No sense. That didn't make sense to me. I want yeah. to jump on the heels of what Eric just said. And this fits what's called the, uh, the famous Indiana Jones and the... Um, which one was it? Oh, the Raiders of Lost Ark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the first yeah, movie. Yeah. And I think we spoke about this once before, that if the character Indiana Jones did not partake in that epic adventure, it would have had the same ending. Yeah. The right, Nazi right. spaces would have melted anyway. Yep. He yep. did no good by being in that. It's the same thing. We didn't, because they were on a mission to take care of, of Tommy Lee Jones' character. Well, the only thing I so, would disagree with you on is that they never would have found the Ark had it not been for Indiana Jones. Because hmm. he's the one that found the Ark. That's a good point. They were hmm. digging in the wrong place. That's a very good point. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So Interesting. I would say, no, you do need Indiana Jones. That's a good point, okay. Ira. He got, yeah, it brings yeah it but the faces would have melted regardless if they had found the Ark yeah. some other way. Right. So the point is that in this film, they were on a mission to go there on their own, the original crew, and they would have taken care of Pop. They would yeah. have taken care of Pop. Yeah. And so yeah, the result was the same. And they, they, other people they, died by weapon. Brad Pitt's character getting involved. The right. crew Right, with died. So all yeah. these people died. The, uh, yep. th we didn't there were so many it. problems with this movie, yeah. and I, I wound up walking away angry at it. And um, and 
I really liked, you know, Ira, we reviewed Lost City of Z. I love that film. And I really enjoyed yeah. that film. Yeah. Uh, it's the same writer-director uh, as, as that film. And he also did a film called The Yards, which was his uh, first film uh, that was back in like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Have you seen The Yards, Eric? I did. I saw The Yards. It was it was good. And I saw The uh, Lost City of Z. The book was better than the movie Lost City of oh, Z. Oh, really? The book was phenomenal. It oh, was wow. It was really good. I'd like to see that. I'd yeah. like to read that. Yeah. I, I found with The Yards, I've actually seen it... Uh, I saw it twice and then watched it with uh, the commentary, uh, mm. and I still have no idea what the fuck was going on in that movie. Uh, it's slow and it just kind of it meanders, and I found mm. that that's very much the same thing that's going on here. Yeah. I understood what was happening in this movie, so I feel like his directorial style has improved. But damn, if I'm 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 constantly frustrated with why are you doing this? What's yeah. happened? There's no logic to this. And I just don't believe that that organizations and people would behave like this. Yeah. I don't believe that they would interact with each other like this. Right, right. And yet it's supposed to be very accurate. It's supposed to be very, uh, you know, the the space stuff. Okay, look, let me back up. This movie is gorgeous. This movie oh, yeah. is beautiful. Uh, almost yep. every shot is just absolutely stunning. Yep. But there's so much wrong with it space-wise, like mm. tech-wise. There's the scene um, where Brad Pitt is crying in zero gravity and the cheek rolls down his cheek. Do you remember this? Yeah, I do. And I he's, do. Uh, what, obviously, tears don't do that. They they float. Yeah. And um, I did some research afterward. I, I was so upset about it, and I said something to producer Joey about it on the way home, and I looked it up, and I guess the, the director liked Brad Pitt's acting so much. Brad Pitt was like, you got a computer to generate that so the tear floats away. And he was like, no, your acting's too good. Oh, and I'm like, wow. it, just, it just pulls you out of the movie. Bad science. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right, here comes, this is my, my topic yeah. sentence, my umbrella statement. Here it is. One week ago, when we discussed Goldfinch, what I said was, it was, it was slow, plotting, melodramatic, talky, but I kind of liked it. Mm. With this film, it was slow, plotting, melodramatic, talky, and I fucking hated it. I had a real. I thought that I would be the odd one out here with a severe reaction. Yeah. I thought you guys would be a little bit more tolerant, and I think yeah. Eric is a little more tolerant. A little bit more. I yeah. was angry by this film, and it was so much the the wallowing in self pity, the melodrama, right. the dad. Dad, I want to say, stop your fucking whining, you bitch. Get I, over it. I, I didn't I, feel like it was whining. I, didn't care. I just didn't. The whole narration we didn't need. Yes. Get rid of that narration. All of it. None of it was necessary. Not it was all redundant. That was all Terrence Malick. I kept telling Ira yeah. afterwards. That's what I was saying, Thin Red yeah, Line. My, yeah. my dad, my father, are you there? Father, can you hear me? Yeah. Inner conflict. Inner, whining is the wrong word, yeah. but that whole inner conflict, but angst. I, inner I think com- probably part of the problem is that it's trying to be poetic, and yeah. it's not poetic. Yeah. It's just... It's it's needless words that don't really get us anywhere. And in fact, I think the movie would be a lot cooler without it. I'd love to see a cut without it. Yeah, I think it could be enhanced. It it needs so much cutting. Yeah, this, this movie is way too long, and it's holding on shots just to be like, look how cool this shot is. Mm. Now look how cool this shot is. Cut down fast, yeah. fast, fast. Get in and out. You don't need to bore your audience for that long. Yeah, Way it's some long. of the. Uh, by the way, it is getting mixed reviews on IMDb. It's getting nines and tens and ones and twos, but the critics are kind of liking it yeah. quite a bit, and they're talking. I saw about, that on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah you saw. And the the humanity of this film, the <laughs> meaning of life, why we're here, the human dynamics, the all that bullshit, and I I was angry when i left the film i thought i just wasted two hours and three minutes well there's some there's also some ridiculous shit that happens in this movie let's talk about that he okay first of all i where to begin he 
climbs down this like tunnel on Mars <laughs> into an underground lake. Yeah. Yeah. And follows some Oh, and there's sort a rope of, there too. Don't forget rope. the rope. What's that rope doing there? I, I guess to lead people to the launch pad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what the, Okay. The rope was illogical. But let's suspend our, you know, our disbelief for a minute. And he follows he's like hand over arm, you know, following this rope underwater and he's in a spacesuit so he can breathe. Okay, I get that. And then he's lit from this source up above to which I'm saying, where's that light coming from? He's underground in an underground lake. All right, maybe there's a little uh, a little area where there's no where when I'm saying like exposed hatch. to the sunlight. Oh, like, okay. not, yeah. Well, maybe it is a hatch. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it really just reeked. It was all pitch black except for these little like beautiful spots coming down. And I'm going if we're talking about motivated light, this light it's like it's very. Um, it looks pretty, but it's not practical at all. And they really should have lit the whole thing with a spacesuit. Okay, that's that's minor. They say f- the launch is happening in like five minutes or something like that, or seven minutes. Do you remember this scene? Yeah. He gets they say seconds it's launching it's at like 7.51. Yeah, right, right. And he looks at his watch, and it's 7.44. Right, right, right. And he's underwater. Yeah. And the dude has to continue climbing There's underwater, no way, no way get out, climb up a spaceship, and then open the hatch open below get inside and then he does it and then and then right right seconds at, later it launches doesn't well, it well first of all they're fucking launching a spaceship and he's right, right next to the engines yeah. of the spaceship and he doesn't die are you fucking kidding me yeah yeah and he opens up the hatch and they're like oh you breached our yeah. airlock yeah and then they hop out of their their spacesuits and have a big fight while the space while the the, the ship is launching off of mars I don't know what what kind of G's you'd be pulling, but I I cannot imagine that it would not be so so much gravitational pull that you would just be a puddle on the floor. Yeah, yeah, and that's crazy. And then they get into this big old fight, and then everybody dies, which is another whole thing of yeah. insanity. Then he finally goes to Neptune, which, as you said, why did he need to stop them? They could have just yeah. done it anyway. Right, right. He goes to Neptune, and by the way, keep in mind that the they set this whole thing up with like him saving the crew's life in an earlier scene. And now he comes right. back and they're like, no, we are machines to commands. If, yeah, they, yeah. if command tells us we must kill you, we must kill you. And right. have, we are not autonomous human beings. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So then he goes to Neptune, sees his dad, has this whole uh, teardrop that rolls down his cheek. And then he leaves his, lets his spaceship float away. What the fuck is that? Why wouldn't you, I mean, yeah, couldn't he tie it off? Well, it made no all, sense to it's me. It's not even an ocean. The, it would just stay there. There's no reason why it would float away. Good There's point. nothing pulling it away. And even if you were to say, well, he has to get out of the spaceship. So maybe he puts a, like pushes right. it away yeah. as he goes out. Okay, well, then just grab it and pull it closer to when you're out. Yeah. Right? That it, I mean, if, if I jump out of the spaceship and I'm floating in, in space, I can just grab the spaceship, pull it close, and it'll stay. And in fact, I would argue they should be attracted to each other anyway because they both have gravity. Gravitational gra- pull. Yes. They have gravity. They have right, mass. Right. They would be attracted to each other, That's not right. separate. Right, right, right. So there's no reason for the spaceship to fly away. So he goes in, he finds his dad and everything else, and convinces his dad, okay, let's go. And then his dad, like... <laughs> jumps in the middle of space like was, it looks like he just jumps off of something yeah, and that off. <laughs> that pulls Brad Pitt back into space so now they're both floating in space you're like how how did you what did you jump off of that's not how it works this is right. not there's no gravity right 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 and they're like jumping off of things and like it's 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 as if there is gravity and there is none. And then the most crazy let me go son let me go yeah. let, me, most, go, let son, me go son let me go, let me go. and 
out of all of this, I don't even know how he navigates his way back to the main Neptune spaceship, but the most crazy part is he pulls a panel off of a... What do solar, you, solar, uh, uh, an antenna or something like that. Yeah. And he grabs this panel and uses it as a shield as he jumps through all of the all of the, the rings around Neptune. Yeah. Those rings are made of rocks that are traveling thousands of miles an hour. And it's it's crushed moon. That's what that's what those rings around Saturn are, it's yeah. rings around Neptune are. They're crushed moons that are destroyed by Well, he was the- holding a shield. <laughs> Captain insane. America. Insane. Yeah, yeah. It was like Captain America. <laughs> he, he was, was gonna surf it. He looked like he was gonna surf it. Yeah, I was like, wondering what the fuck that is shield. going on. It was a shield. It was I know. Did you I see know. me? I was yeah, I yeah, was like yeah, exasperated yeah, in the movie yeah, theater. Yeah. I, did you see my hands like flying up a few times? I'm like, what the fuck yeah, is this? Yeah. I was angered. He surfed the fucking rings. Yeah, what is up with that? Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Anybody else have some th- thoughts or theories about the movie? <laughs> I hated this. Well, wh- go, you go. Why did he go to the moon? Why did he have to go to Mars? No. Oh, I have another issue here. Yeah. Was it on Mars where they had him record a voice message yeah. to his father, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. He was in like what was like EMI recording studio. Yes. I felt like, is this Abbey Road? Are the Beatles going to start? For our listeners, I want to describe it. It's that foam, that three-dimensional foam that we've all seen in recording studios. Why was that room built like that? Yeah. He could have done that in an iPhone and That's just left what a I'm message. Saying. Just left a regular message. But he's in this state-of-the-art recording studio for an audio message. For what and it reason? Was because they knew it was a beautiful scene, and they knew when he went off script and got emotional, right. making his dad. So they knew it was an aha. Yeah. It, there's your answer. Yeah, it was yeah. meant to be an aha moment, so they wanted to spruce it up and make it look like a recording well, studio. Well, here's the other stupid. thing. They bring him all the way to the to Mars to record this message. Yes. Why would they do that other than because he has this emotional relationship with his father. Yeah. Right? That's the whole thing that That's you're kind of trying to capitalize off yeah. of. And if he responds back, then you are in a position to be able to immediately kind of play off of him. And yet, what do they do? Read the script. Don't deviate from the script. The yeah. whole point of bringing him there is for him to use emotion to get the guy That's right. to get yeah. his father That's to very, talk. Very That's right. Point. And That's then right. they say, it was don't use ethos, emotion. His passion. They yeah. want that to come across. And I would but, argue, this is the distant future. Couldn't you just have a sound-alike person do that? <laughs> Couldn't you just be like, hey, do we really need Brad Pitt to go? can we just be like, here, type it up on your computer and be like, Here, here's a robot. It just said it. Like a modulator. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you, I mean, we have that on our... I, we have Siri yeah. who could tell us stuff. Yeah. We can't create yeah. somebody that sounds like Brad Pitt. Yeah. Well, there is there is one thing that I liked about the film. I really liked it a lot. I did like the moon chase. Yes, Agreed. I was going to say. Agreed. I liked it. You're, you're doing my money yeah. shot. You're yeah. doing I my money that. shot. The lunar landscape, the whole lunar yeah. landscape yeah. was I, truly I will, awe. That yeah. was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. So it was, it was full you know, of awe. It was cool. Yeah. Well, they they did a good job, although it might have been a little ham-fisted, of setting it up. They kept saying, like, conflict zone. Have you ever been to yeah, a conflict yeah, zone? Yeah. And they kind of they let you know. Yeah, cool. I almost yeah. kind of wish they hadn't done that. It would have been cool if it, it, it had just, kind of, yeah, just come out of the blue. But that's the like, movie I wanted to see. Yeah. I'm like, that would that be a cool really, What were they, pirates, right? They were like space yeah. Yeah. pirates. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And yeah. I turned to Ira. I said, if this is Mad Max on the movie, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, it almost was. At least it was for seven minutes. It was. You had your Mad Max movie. There's a great chase scene on the moon. Yeah, cool. As they were driving off, like uh, leaving the the moon base, I started thinking, like, man, I, I wonder if they don't do this, it'd be a really cool movie if they had a big chase fight scene on the moon. And sure enough, they did it. And yeah. they went, damn, that's awesome. That was cool. Now their weapons, I think, could have been a little. Yeah, I didn't quite understand the lasers and stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It was cool. That part was cool. That was cool. And the movie looked great. The movie looked Beautiful. great. It did. Yeah. Sorry to go on a rant there, guys, but this movie pissed me off. All of us. Well, you and me. Robert, you were more tall. Eric, you were a little more tolerant than I was more you, tolerant. You had, yeah. 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 I was more tolerant. Um, I'm tired of seeing uh, Brad Pitt's cheekbones. A lot of tight shots on his face. You know what I mean? You're I know giving, what you mean. You're giving me this weird look I'm just right looking now. at you like his, his cheekbones. Yeah, it was what, a very you oddly like phrase. Enough that... of the cheekbones. Like we get it. And his, his soulful eyes. His soulful eyes. A lot of close-ups of his angst-ridden face. Yeah. Well, uh, you just you don't like the whiny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Whiny's probably the wrong word, Dad, but it's so self... Dad, where are you? Yeah, where was, are you, father? Melodramatic, melancholy. Like. Ira, what if you found out your what? dad was still alive on Neptune? Ooh. And is he is he sending bad rays yeah. to the planet Earth? <laughs> yeah. So and you, you have to go there. you're putting me on a ship? Yeah. <laughs> Can I communicate with my well, dad? Well, I just want to see you underwater trying to do the hand yeah, pull, over fist. Pull the, pull the wire. <laughs> dad, <laughs> I'm coming <laughs> to get you, Dad. Don't <laughs> <laughs> come to get you. T-minus seven minutes until launch. i got to get on this rocket ship now but there's a rope down here and i don't know why there's a rope but i'm gonna use it and the rope oh my god it's like off i better get inside the ship really fast now i'm on this dad dad Ira, i'm it, coming to you dad i'm coming to you it looks like you're masturbating your mouth when you're trying to do those bubbles. <laughs> i love you dad but why are you destroying all humanity dad i love you pop we used to go to ball games together Okay, that's a good start, but I want you to, to up the whininess by about 40%. Dad, Dad, why are you destroying Earth? No, no. Dad, think Brad Pitt whiny. Dad. <laughs> Dad. Dad. My inner turmoil. I'm angst-ridden right now, Dad. Remember all the fun we had together? Forget that one okay, night okay. I was uh, masturbating now, now. and you saw me jerking off. Just forget <laughs> about that for a second, Dad. I'm coming to get you, Papa Rooney. I'm coming to get you. All right, now I want you to I want you to imagine that you're falling off a giant antenna. You're in free fall. Well, that's the beginning, though. We're, yeah. going, we're not yeah, going yeah. in order. I, I just, this is, okay, we're so auditioning we're going out of right order now. here. Okay. We're auditioning. A few different but I'm Brad Pitt. And my heart doesn't speed fast. I keep it under how many beats per minute is it? Whatever it is, because I'm calm. I'm cool. I'm collected. But when I think about my dad, I gotta go get you, Pop. You're ruining the planet Earth. But I'm Brad Pitt. How long do you think you'll go if I just let him? No, this is your drop right here. I know what you're doing. This is the drop. <laughs> oh man, that was fun. That's good. I want. I want to see you reenact this entire movie. Could you do I a stage do play of this entire movie? Let's do it. Oh man, That's I would. Great. I would pay so much money to watch you. Well, it has to be. Who's going to be Tommy Lee Jones? No, you do it. Everything. I'll do yeah, it. You, do just, it all. you play it all. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be very funny. Yeah, <laughs> but you gotta try to do the Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Uh, you could drop a few lines. Every hen house, out house, farmhouse. Oh, that's good. Yeah, get that into the fugitive. Yep, yep. It's, oh it man, that was good. Oh, so I think you well, touched on the redeeming factor, Eric. That was for me. Yeah, I like. I, I yeah. would totally agree. And yeah. you know, the opening fall seems I like that. cool. I like. Oh, that was cool my other. Was you're naming on. my two. That was my second <clears throat> mm-hmm. money shot. The opening with those two large. I'm calling them pillars, but you know, towers. Antenna. Antenna, antenna, antenna towers, yeah. right. And that free fall, is that possible by ISY scientifically yeah. to fall into atmosphere and land on Earth? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, the, the problem, well, yeah, I mean, he's he's falling around Earth, but I mean, depending if it was low enough down toward Earth, yeah, he could fall straight down. It's a great beginning. Yeah. It was a great, be- and did a good job of setting up the character. Yep. Of, of getting to know who this guy is and why he's a hero. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. like that. I like that part. What a what a major disappointment. It's such a disappointment. It really was. 
Can I also say they did not need all of these actors in the movie? It was distracting. Donald Sutherland. Why? First of okay. all, we didn't need his character. Yeah, but he, he did have that? one purpose. He did have one purpose, and that is he had that microchip to play okay. the recording. So he found out that his pop was still alive or but something that like that. Right? Any that could have been done. It, but it was yeah. like, why is Donald? Uh, yeah, it was. But there were other characters too that were. Uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones was a little distracting yes. in the movie. And yes. also Natasha Legero, she was the the you know what I'm talking about secretary, like yeah. red haired secretary. I was like, hey, isn't that Natasha? Yeah, exactly. And, and she is playing shtick, like comedy shtick of like, yeah. hey, 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 why are you here? Well, wow. And it's like, what's going weird. on? What movie was she from? That was weird. Yeah, that was like. What? I mean, I it's not everybody's in the same movie, no. and a lot of these actors had the it, way too many characters for this movie, yeah. and I. I get that they're trying to do Apocalypse now, but it, it, it did not work. Um, man, they should have just made Mad Max on the moon. That would have been cool. You had that's a movie I wanted seven to see. That's what I wanted to You see. had yeah. it for seven minutes. Yep. Yeah. Man. man. Play that scene on the loop. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Going into the, into the craters and stuff and pulling it. That was cool. That was neat. And it being flung off the edge yeah. of a giant cliff like that. That was cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Somebody call George Miller and get him involved in this. Seriously, this is such yeah. an empty. What was the movie we we talked about a few weeks ago? Uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Karate. The, the oh the, the what uh, was that called? Art of Self Defense. Yeah. That I had such respect. That was such a nifty movie. Yeah, remember the third act. Yeah, and it was just so well crafted. The look of the film, the atmosphere, the storyline, and I respect those little films, which few people are going to see compared to this chunk of rubbish. <laughs> But you know I, what I will say is this movie was crafted well. This movie mm-hmm. it was it was built really well in that we understood everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. It, the it, the look was gorgeous. The sound was was pretty good as well. But I, it's just a lot of it was writing problems. And I think I think this stemmed from this is a movie that was an auteur movie. I mean James Gray has got a little bit of cred now. He's making these movies that people are going, okay, we'll let you make it, like write and direct your own movie, which I, we've been railing about Hollywood not doing. They don't usually let, they don't usually make these kinds of movies, big budget uh, writer-director movies, unless you're mm-hmm. unless you've, you're Tarantino. Uh, and it's sad that somebody finally gets one and he fucks it up. Mm-hmm. And I hope that that's one of the reasons why so many critics are are up this movie's butt i hope that they i hope that it wins some oscars i don't think it's deserving of it but i hope that it does because i think it bodes well for the future of cinema yeah Yeah. because otherwise we're doomed to keep repeating these like remakes sequels marvel movies and look i get it i'm a guy who i my favorite movie is part of a big franchise i totally understand it and some of them are great but we need these new movies that challenge us that that constantly are um, are invigorating our, our sensibilities and mm. we're able to call them rubbish but the problem is we're, we're seeing re- less and less rubbish available to ourselves like the, the Artur rubbish mm. and and good stuff too right and I wish that we were I wish the studios were taking more chances like this yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. there was one negative review in the headline you'll appreciate this for Ad Astra and the, the headline was Ad Nauseam <laughs> oh wow I thought, I thought <laughs> I need you know, to appreciate that. I, yeah, Rex Reed's. I was thinking about this. That, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I thought about this when uh, Titanic came out. As I said, you got to be really careful. Whatever you name your movie, because yeah, they can. They're gonna tweet. They're gonna twist whatever it is. And yeah. Titanic. I saw a review that was like Titanic sinks or something like that. I'm yeah, like, ah, yeah, right, yeah, there yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And 
I, I you know, I was even thinking about that, like, uh, like you know, we named our film Thirty Love, and I was just waiting for somebody to like, do with that. Thirty yeah. hated it. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Something like that. It. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, ad nauseum is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I knew you guys would get <laughs> that. Is, that, that. Is good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. So yeah, wow. As far as and again, my two money shots. Uh, the opening uh, with the antenna, the free fall was mm-hmm. pretty incredible. Yeah. And and number two for me, the the lunar landscape, the whole lunar landscape sequence, and of course then the 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 rover. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know, that man. Was, it had one cool thing stuff. that we had that never it. seen before, and ever. I mean, I could feel the whole audience salivating, going, "Right here we go, here yeah, we go. Cool. This is it. This yeah. is." This is what it's going to be. Yep. And then it was like over and you're like, okay, but more of that's coming, right? <laughs> no. Now it. we're done. Yeah. No, we had to leave the moon and go to Mars. Now we get to have And then go like into a recording studio. Slow, long conversations on Mars Not in, just in hotel rooms of like, yeah. what the, the fuck? The narration of his inner oh, thoughts. Brother. Jesus. It re- You could see how he wanted so much to... He- Ripped off a little bit of 2001. The whole thing with he goes into the belly and he pulls the recorders out and stuff. And, right. And yeah, the, and the, the, there was a couple of Kubrickian shots in there where you're like, okay, he's trying very much to make it look like 2001. And it just fell flat. What was the other reference? Oh, asking for a fee to... Oh, yeah. right. For the $125 for the pillow. Yeah, but it was, it was very much like the, you know, the the the... What am I trying to say? Like when they are flying somewhere in 2001 and the the stewardess comes around and yeah, it's like yeah. taking, right. you know, like yeah. walking on right, the walls. Right, right, right. Expected to see a pen floating in the air. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. All right. Mm. So we, we got Ira's money shot. My yeah. money shot is definitely the, the moon chase. And I think yeah. in particular it being flung off the edge of the crater going sideways that over. That was cool. Uh, it, that was It really was like a cool. flipping sideways kind of, uh, kind of thing. And I thought yeah. that was really nice. Yeah. Um, what about you? Any money shots? No, it's the same. For me, it's the Mars stuff. And I, I thought this, like I just said, this was great. This could be a, a movie by itself. And I like how they set up the fact that there's territories on the moon yeah. that are staked out by the countries, which is really interesting. That's, wow. That's yeah, cool. He needs to do a Did you see off. the neon yeah. Howdy? Did you notice yeah, yeah, that? Yes. Yeah. You saw that? The Las Vegas Yes, Howdy it was out, right out of Vegas. I saw it. I saw that. That was cool. That's cool you guys noticed yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. It's, it was it's so that, small. I'm surprised you caught it. In the upper right-hand yeah. corner. Yeah. And there it was. We've seen this in Las Vegas with a howdy sign that and was this cool. cowboy waving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kitschy, kitschy stuff. Can I comment on one last thing? Please. You're going to set a nuclear bomb off on a bunch of antimatter? Yeah. Is, what, what are the results of that going to be? I mean, it's all pure theoretical, but... If they're shooting back antimatter already and it's causing all these blackouts, right. setting off a nuclear bomb with this is probably not the best approach. I would love to know the science behind that. Could you really use the, the blast from atomic bomb to project yourself farther? No. I don't know. No. I, I wondered. Could, well, he would have been eaten up wave? in the blast anyway. And there's no wave in space. No. Yeah, exactly. So, there's yeah, nothing. you're forgetting something. He had a shield. This is back when he got on the ship. Yeah, I, no, but this is on his ship. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. Oh, did he take the shield on the ship? With yeah, him? yeah, shield on the ship. So I mean, maybe, maybe it I was. Don't I don't know. I wondered about. But, that. but what I'm saying is the anti wave, anti matter that you blow up with yeah. a, a, a nuclear bomb. I mean, it's all pure theoretical. Like I don't know what that would do, and I don't think anybody could could tell you for sure. Yeah. But I I don't think I would trust that. I'd be like, so we're having a problem with antimatter coming our way. So it'll just blow it up? Could you intensify it? That might happen. I don't know. Yeah. I I, I don't think it's good, whatever you're doing. How about you just aim it a different direction? Yeah. 
<laughs> right. Can't we just but send sure. antimatter out into the Oort cloud or something? But, you know, and to get serious here, surely there was there was more than one technical consultant. There is, there and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> there were advisors. There were scientists who read this to see if it was accurate. Yeah. Wouldn't you think? Wouldn't you think, knowing this was going to be a big Hollywood epic well, movie, look, that they'd have people Brad read the screen Pitt cried. Yeah. He was the one that told the That's director. Very interesting. That's very interesting. And the director said, I don't oh, care. I don't leave care. it. Leave it in. Uh, yeah. I just, I think we got the wrong guy at the helm for this one. He, he, this isn't a tour project and it, he clearly has illustrated. And I think I, I saw somewhere where he said that he wanted this to be like the most accurate, uh, sci-fi movie ever. And really? Yeah. You're gritting your teeth. Oh, Cause man. I, I'm going, whoa. I don't what? think he came anywhere near that. No, I would say this is honestly, this is one of the most far-fetched sci-fi movies I've ever seen. Truly. Because it tried to be very realistic and yet he's fucking surfing. New Neptune's rings. That's insane to me. I didn't get that. I didn't understand. I wondered. But he's days. making choices that even once he knows, oh, that's the way to do it. Okay, I'm not going to do this because the acting is so good. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. Wow. Yeah. We already did money shots. Is it anti-wave? Wow. I've been waiting for this moment. Should we do reasons why it is or is not first? Well, I, I guess I would say, okay, so Eric, I know, I know you're familiar with anti-wave. Very. But I just want to say... Uh, on a scale from 1 to 10, we're going to rate it. Uh, a 10 on the anti-wave scale would be like 2001, A Space Odyssey. And a 1 on the anti-wave scale would be like 2010, the year we made content. Right, 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 right. So is this movie anti-wave? Yes or no? What, so you want to say, you want to create Should arguments why nose? it is? Or is? Let me do the nose. Okay. Why isn't? Usually you do why it is. Oh, is that the one we should do first? Well, I don't no, know. I want, let me do the nose. Okay. I'm going to do the nose. All right, number one. Uh, we have uh, a top-rated male lead. Yeah. He's a superstar. Right. He is a superstar, and I do make that argument that that suggests, it suggests it's not terribly anti-wave. Can, I, can I follow up on please, that? Please, please. Because not only is it him, but it's it's a, it's a chock full of other names as well. Yeah. Yeah. If it was one guy, uh, yeah. I could kind of look the other way and go, well, as I've said before, this I, I don't think an actor or a director alone like I feel like Spielberg could make an anti-wave film, right? He shouldn't be punished just because of who he is. Right. Brad Pitt could make an anti-wave film, and he has in the past. But I think the fact that you've got him, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Natasha, Jones, Donald, uh, Donald Sutherland. Sutherland, all of these people that have been, uh, what's her name? Liv, uh, Liv, yeah, Liv Tyler. Tyler. you got all these yeah. people that are well-known, recognized names, and that is more to your point. There you go. Of, like, it's there not just go. one. It's a whole collection mm-hmm. there you go. of stars. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you're right. I should have gone the other way first, why it is anti-wave, and I'm going to have trouble justifying yeah. that. And so you're right. I should have flipped it. But getting back to the no, the, the director, too, is somewhat of a darling after right. the success of those other two mm-hmm. movies we had already mentioned. That, too, would suggest it's not anti-wave. Uh, the protagonist, he kind of gets what he wants at the end. Yeah. Sort of. Well, he survives. He survives, yeah. and I think he saves Earth. And he gets, yeah. the, he gets he the girl back, Earth. too. He gets right. the girl back. So, yeah, that's implied, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's implied. Oh, that's man. implied. I, I totally so he, edited that scene out of my mind until you said it just now. Yeah. I, in my mind, he landed on Earth and yeah. the movie was over. Yeah. But I forgot right. there's like a whole epilogue. Of there like, is. Right. She's back. Yeah. yeah so, I, and again, we should have gone the other way because we're going to have trouble justifying why it yeah. is anti-wave. You're right. But that, those are my reasons. I'm sorry, why what? What did you say? <laughs> what? I'm what? 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 What do you say? What are you saying? I'm what? I'm not saying. What are you doing? What? You said 
Dad, Dad, I'm coming to get you, Dad. Sounded, I love you, Papa. Stop ruining humanity. It sounded like you said I was right. Oh, that? <laughs> nah, I would never say that. How? So th- those are obvious reasons, but can we justify to any degree why it is an anti-way film? I think the way it's shot, I mean, I think it definitely is very avant-garde in the way it's shot. I think, um, I mean, this is there a three-act structure? <sighs> Yeah, I guess you, there you is. could see it. You could kind yeah. of see it. For me, the the one thing that made it somewhat anti-wave was the voiceover. Only because yeah. we mostly hear this in independent films, yeah. and Malik, who's still mostly a you know renegade director in a right. sense. So I the, the I know the I know it was maddening, but the voiceover. You don't see that in a lot of films. Well, and it's also the way that the voiceover is recorded. It's very like here I am. Yeah, that's it. Speaking. Very quietly <laughs> and very slowly about my father. Yeah. And everything comes together just like this. <laughs> it's exactly. so quiet and slow yeah. and you're just yeah, you're yeah. hypnotized, oh, man. man. Yeah. It's... My daughter even fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, that's... yeah. She did. She did. Yeah. She was snoring in that one. You know what I would have loved? Yeah, uh, and again, at the ending, we said that he saves Earth. He gets the girl. Yeah. Boom. There's nothing anti-wave about that. You, Robert, I know you... Remember that wonderful ending of the movie Life with the two capsules and they accidentally yes. go the other way? Yes. And then I watched it on TV after we saw it in the theater and that ending, and you fucking love that ending. Wouldn't it be cool if he finds his pop, Tommy Lee Jones, and, um, and the, uh, Tommy Lee Jones kills his son... And continues to destroy Earth, and that's the end of the that's film. That's the end of the film. Roll credits. <laughs> There's so many ways you could have made this movie much more interesting. <laughs> so many ways. They had a lot of really good opportunities to do that, and they just went for conventional, like, I don't know. I, I guess they, he thought he was being groundbreaking, but it was just repetitive. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and unrealistic. That's the problem. Unrealistic. And plotting and dull with a boring narr- narration. Yeah. Uh, is it anti-wave uh, at all? Very little. Very little. I think he saves Earth. It. He gets the girl. Protagonist. Well, it's wins. also wait, no wait. Here's where I will say it's it's anti wave. Do tell. It's it is an auteur film, and I think that's what makes it. it's written and directed by the same guy. He kind of has total control over this movie, and we mm-hmm. ha- we haven't seen that in years. And we didn't see it until the 1960s and 70s, right? Sure. So, and sure. that's that is arguably when you see some of the most anti wave films coming out of out of Hollywood. Yeah, so. That's a good point. I would say that that does make it more anti-wave. I think this is actually more anti-wave than it isn't. I just don't think it's a success. I think I would I would argue that this is probably a six or seven. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no no no! Really? I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. go that high. Oh man, I'm hovering in the threes. Yeah, I'm, I'm more like three or four. No. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I could I could be talked down to five and a half. Mainly because auteur-driven film. Yeah, that's, that's your big thing. Yeah. But I do think that there, I mean, there are a lot of conventionalities. That Did he share screen, screenplay credit with? Um, yes. Yeah. Co, co-wrote yeah, it. Yeah, he co-wrote it. Well, it's really not just his film then. That's a, a good point. Mm, yeah, but his, the fact that his name is all over it. And he's got, I mean, he's kind of got the power of this film. You know, it's he's written and directed it. And he's, and this a, it's a big budget, which definitely pushes yeah. this in the more traditional Hollywood category. Right. But he's being allowed to helm such a big ship. I don't know. Is it even worth talking about anymore? Don't go see it. Don't go see it. Disappointment. Unless you want to see what the inside of the recording studio at EMI looks like. 
Cool Mars scene. It could have been Warner Studios. That, that moon attack was great. It was. Oh, that's that true. Was, that was you know thing. what? In all honesty, that might have been worth the price of admission. Uh, yeah. yeah. It might have been. So you know what? Go see the movie. Go watch the first 40 minutes of it. it. Agreed. And Agreed. Then, that opening shot, that opening sequence is damn good. When, yeah. when After the moon chase sequence. Walk out. Walk out. Yeah. yeah. And Take your popcorn with you trust and leave. us. You're, you's not going to be impressed by what's yeah. to come afterwards. One more thing. I knew you got to go. The, the uh, Ira asked me about this on the way home. That SOS, the ship that they encounter on the way, that has those. Oh, I like that. I thought that was pretty. Oh, creepy. the monkey. The monkey. Yeah, Ira the was like, monsters. "Is that, a, was that an monsters? alien?" No, those, what, what were those monkeys no, there doing was, there? It was baboons or yeah. monkeys yeah. that were. They were doing testing and it got out yeah. of hand. Yeah, yeah, that was okay. It was, it was jarring. Right. It was yeah. a jarring beat. Definitely tense. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was an interesting, interesting sequence. It was, it was okay. It was. That's yeah. it. That's it. So. Anyway. All right. Major disappointment. Okay. Who died this week? Ah, oh, you're saying four? Gotta tell you, unfortunately, must. The following people, they done turned to dust. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, who died? for who the coroner's corner. Brian Turk, 49-year-old American actor. He was in the HBO series Carnival. Not Carnival Row. That's another one that's on right now. And he was also in Big Fat Liar and American Mm. Pie 2. We lost 96-year-old French actor Charles Girard. Girard. Girard Depardieu? No, not that Girard, Mm. but that's a different one. And he was in... French movies that were popular here, including The Toy and A Man and a Woman 20 Years Later. Okay. We also lost Jan Merlin, 94-year-old American actor. Jan, a male, by the way. Uh, Jan, who was in Gunfight at Comanche Creek. Mm. And Take the Money and Run and The Twilight People. We lost Aaron Eisenberg, 50-year-old American actor. He was in... TV, Star Wars, Deep Space Nine, and so on. He's also in the horror show and A Prayer for the Roller Boys. Kirk Douglas. I, ro- wow. I, I don't know if you know that or not, but Kirk Douglas died. Oh, no. He's a Jew. I heard they, oh, wow. they sent his frozen head into space. It's traveling near Neptune. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, and Michael Douglas is going to get him. Yeah, Michael <laughs> Douglas is going to go get him. That's fine. Ira, that might be the best. That's tag, pretty the good. best tag team joke you and I have <laughs> ever been a part of. That's like, pretty good, guys. The coroner's corner spotlight award goes to, and this rings hard with you, doesn't it? Yeah, some uh, Sid Haig. Are you familiar with him? Yeah. Does that name mean anything to you? I know the name. Eight-year-old I, I don't... American actor. He worked with Roger Corman. Yeah. He, he worked with Rod Zombie. He was in. TV, a lot of TV in the 60s and 70s, but he was also in House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects. He was in THX 113, Jackie Brown, Kill Brill, Volume 2. He was in a lot of films. He'd look familiar. What are you laughing at? (laughs) Kill Brill. Brill. That's like a whale. Like if if whales were, uh, you know, like redoing the Tarantino movie, an all underwater, like Finding Nemo. That'd be a good joke. Kill Brill. Kill Brill. Yeah, drinking game. Anyway, so um, is is that a shot? Yeah, take if he shot. mispronounces the name, yeah. yes, Brill. it is. Kill oh Brill. my gosh, Kill Brill. You, Eric, you get drunk on this. I show. don't even want to talk about it. And that is it. the dead corner, a corner's corner. Corner's <laughs> corner. Oh, another drink. No, that's it's just when you mispronounce okay. their names. All right. Hey, you want to play a game? A game. All right. This is called Real or Unreal. Oh, so like producer like Joey has put game. together a few different films, and mm. we need to figure out is this real or is this unreal. The first movie is Astral Projection possessed that there's a colon there there's a colon here between my legs too but (laughs) this is the colon on the name astral projection colon 
possessed. I like the similarity. Here's the Astro, description. Astro. A psychic who specializes in astral projection is, is possessed, and the demon inside her uses her powers to terrorize a small town. What do you think? Is it real or unreal? Mm. Mm. I'm usually pretty good at this. Yeah, I'm on the are. fence. Let me first say that I am on the fence with this. So it's always a small town, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's always a small. It's town. Never a big city. It, yeah, it can't unless be a big it's city. Superman. Unless, yeah, and often with San Francisco or New York, they yeah. tend to use those two cities yeah. a lot. Eric, as our guest, how come Miami never gets used? Thing? Yeah, or like yeah. Tulsa. You know? Yeah. Fuck Tulsa. Yeah. <laughs> Even Seattle would be cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think What's your there, gut feeling? I think there is an astral projection movie. I think there is. Oh, now you're wondering whether it's a possessed right. spin-off or Yeah, that's what I'm not sure of. I think they're I'm not sure. Or here's the real thing. Yeah, yeah. Is producer Joey that clever that she would take She's pretty good. A yeah. movie like Astral Projection and go, I'm gonna make a little sequel. Yeah, she's huh. really good with she's this. Clever. Robert, what do you think? I'm going to say real. You are. I get a feeling it's just real. And you know what? What? I'm going to say unreal. Mm, I think, okay. I think your you think? wife I'm made gonna it I'm going to say real. Real? I've, I've I'm by yeah, myself on All this All right. One. And the answer is unreal. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> Did you? What? Producer Joey sent me. Never mind. <laughs> the 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 reveal that she sent to me is like a little uh, like a logo that says real or unreal, and it's very clever. Cool. Anyway, Aww. all right. Number two, a universe far, far away. A child amateur astronomer discovers a new star and has the privilege of naming it a universe far, far away. As his mother battles cancer, he finds solace building a world around the star he discovered. Wow. You just wow, that's You think that's unreal? What do we think? Real? Unreal? There's a lot of silence on this. I'm read, gonna, can you I'm read, gonna, read it again? Read it again. Sure. What are you gonna say, Ara? Un Unreal? A child ama- a child amateur astronomer discovers a new star and has the privilege of naming it a universe far, far away. As his mother battles cancer, he finds solace building a world around the star he discovered. I think Joey wrote that. You I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say I'm unreal. I'm gonna say I'm unreal. gonna say unreal as well. All three of us. All three of us, and it is unreal. Good. Busted. Yeah, we got her. You Good. lost your touch. No, you didn't really lose your touch. <laughs> you got a nasty look. <laughs> she lost her touch. Don't tell her that though. All right, next one. Found in space. A documentary <laughs> following avid lost in space fans and portraying how the cult classic has shaped their lives. Real. That's too think? good. It's a great title. It is. And it's I, a great, I, it's I a great think title. it's real. I agree. It's got to be real. I think it's got to be real. I'm going to go unreal. No. I'm Are you saying that just I'm be contrary? Un- you really think it's unreal? It? I think it might be unreal. Mm, I, I think it'd be unreal. And it is unreal. Really? Wow. That's a good name. That is great. Found in space. Wait a minute. Producer Joe. That's really good. <laughs> Seriously. That is really good. So, Robert, you and I, are we're, we're tied. tied for the lead. Yes. And Eric is losing. Yeah, Eric is losing. Yeah, yeah, story of my life. <laughs> Last one. Here we go. Marooned. American astronauts are stranded in space coming home from a brand new space station. NASA and the astronauts must band together to save them. Is that real or unreal? I'll take whatever opposite you you pick and I'll take the opposite. Okay. Starring Gregory Peck and David Jansen. So and, unreal? Uh, <laughs> 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 that was uh, Marooned and... Um, yeah, John Sturgis directed it, who did The Great Very Escape. Very good. I, I saw you. that in college. I saw it. In the, so Eric and I are saying 
real, real. and Robert, you're going to say unreal. This well, is I kind a, of backed into a corner. I know here, you right? are, I, but that's what you said. Yeah. So the answer yeah. is unreal. She totally made it up. Uh, the movie you're talking about is a guy who paints himself a kind of reddish color uh, <laughs> called maroon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. it's real, right? Congratulations, Tyra. I, yeah. yeah. I do winner. Congratulations. There you go. Yeah, I got to take a drink on that. All right. Ira, yeah. you usually win these games. Yeah, I'm good at it. It's because my good. critical thinking. Yeah. yeah but he's he's winning a lot of these games. Yeah, what's up I with that? that? What's up yeah. with that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm predicting that that'll drop off at some point. I don't know. Maybe he and Joey are uh, in cahoots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texting well, something. Little, are you guys? A little pillow talk. What the fuck? Uh, I, wasn't go- I wasn't going there. Yeah, but, you know, I was. Okay. Let's I do was. top five before <laughs> I kill you. <laughs> oh my God. And hit it, Vern. It's time to give a listen, you little creeps, to our top five. All right, our top five this week is top five father-son movies. Father-son. Yeah. Now, I want to point out. Yes. Are we going to define Nobody did father-daughter movies, right? Yeah. It's all father-son. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We don't like that, right. father daughter. Yeah, I just want to make sure that we're all yeah. doing that. We're all playing. I was actually going to send you a text asking that question. Axing? Ax- oh, take Man, a drink. Take a drink. No, we don't. Not for an axing. Axing. But- uh, asking that question. But I figured, no, no, it's father and son. So no women. No women allowed. All right. The way it should be. Well, uh, who wants to go first? I'll go, I'll go first. You go first. Speaking of axing, 1991's <laughs> Boys in the Hood, they ax a lot of questions. And uh, there's a big father son narrative going on in in boys in the hood have you seen boys in the hood ira no what no you never saw boys in the hood you would like it i would yeah do you have it uh digitally Uh, i I don't think i've seen it have i seen it i don't know south central gang you know yeah Yeah. i'll be darned didn't know if i could relate to it or not john singleton (laughs) you feel like it's cultural appropriation well yeah there i'd be can you see me in that scene no yes yeah you can Yes, riding my Vespa. Hey, you guys, <laughs> uh, please can we can we not shoot the guns don't, so don't loud? Don't shoot each other. Put the gun down. Ow! What are you throwing things at me for? <laughs> throwing things. Down. Yeah, you're. Tossing. Those are called bullets, Ira. <laughs> <laughs> I throw them very fast. Anyway, my number five is 1991's Boys in the Hood. It's a great father-son movie. Yeah. And you know what? I, Lawrence Fishburne, he actually wasn't that much older than Cuba Gooding Jr. in that movie. Um, but he does a really good job of being this great uh, role model, Absolutely. great father figure. And yeah. it's all about their relationship between the, the two of them. Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's go. No, let's go to Eric. Let's go. What do you Eric. think? Okay. My number five might be on one of your lists, or if not, it's probably one of the most obvious examples. Empire Strikes Back. You know, Luke, where's, I'm where's your the, father. What? Luke, I'm your father. Luke, what, what does that have to do with the movie? Your father, father. Was that in Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. I never saw it. Yeah. You're the only human being on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Luke, uh, it, the whole thing set up and, you know, and the, the whole Skywalker family, you know, follows from You mean it was his dad? Yeah. How about that? No. I, I like his Unbelievable. Reaction. No. It's no. not true. Yeah. That's some great acting from Mark Hamill right go. there. All there right. There you go. Number five is uh, Empire Strikes Back. Ira, what's your number five? First of all, do you think we'll do any overlap? Uh, somewhere. Uh, we may. Somebody, I think we're going to have a little bit, bit of yeah. overlap. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good. I don't think it's going to be with me, though. Are, really? Yeah. You think, are mm. all your films narratives, or do you get in a documentary? I have an extra documentary that I thought about, but I didn't do. I have a documentary. Ooh. It's rare that I include yes. a documentary in my yes. top five, yeah, but yeah, I made yeah. a concerted effort what to is come it? up with it. And here it is my number five. Framing John DeLorean. Oh. And I almost made it number one. I 
almost made it number one. And you I thought, liked it. I like. I love the movie. You yeah. did too, right? And it's yeah. a documentary, John. A lot of our reenacted scenes, a lot of reenactments, and so on. And the son, Zach, and we love that, especially the ending beat. Remember with yes. the fucking every. So I thought, yeah. I mean, the movie isn't about the fathers, but it was a part of the film. Sure. And I was comfortable yeah, putting that it. down as my number five. That's cool. That's All right. Cool. My number four is a movie from 1993 starring an actor that usually kind of gets on my nerves a little bit, but he, um, he really pulled it together this time. Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro star yes. in This Boy's Life. Now, yeah. to be yeah. fair, this is a stepfather uh, but I still feel like this yeah, is a, a qualifies, father-son yeah, relationship, yeah, yeah. Okay. and it's an, a kind of a very much um, a hatred. Like they really hate each other, despise each other. Yeah. There is no redemption between the two characters. Uh, I, I don't know if you've ever seen. Have you seen it before, Ira? I haven't. No. I it's truly, you would like this movie a lot. I think it? you would. No, I don't. Okay. But you would. I have it on Laserdisc. Hmm. If you want it, do you have your? I'll old go laser? buy a laser yeah, player <laughs> just so I can watch it. Just break it. Just break it down to the size of a. You know, yeah, it's yeah. a CD. Yeah. Be fine. Uh, you would actually really like it. I actually think that you would identify with some parts of of that life and that that time period. I think you'd really mm, enjoy cool. it. Yeah. Cool, Aaron. My number four is a film that everybody saw in film school. I'm surprised it's probably on your list. Maybe not. Hmm? Uh, Victoria De Sica, uh, yeah, Italian neorealism, uh, Bicycle Thieves. Uh, Bicycle Thieves, one of the greatest examples of father-son ever in film. And it's great because they're, supposedly they're all non-actors. And uh, to see the kid's face when he, in fact, he sees his father caught in a lie, actually stealing, and just watch that shattered, that little boy's shattered uh, uh, look at his father is just it's great. The only thing I would disagree with what yeah, you just yeah. said is Tell it's me. not one of the greatest. It is the greatest, and we will overlap. Uh, uh, yeah, I took one. Yeah. I got I got that at home too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Ira? Why do I have a feeling you put that down as your number one? Because I think I just said the greatest. <laughs> Therefore, by definition. By definition. Yeah. Uh you guys are going the intellectual route. I'm going more mainstream, that's for sure. Jack Lemon. Daddy's was, home. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your daddy? Jack Lemon was in a, a sweet little film called Tribute, and it was all about the father-son relationship. It has nothing to do with father-son. <laughs> I just like the movie a lot. <laughs> Robbie Benson. Remember Robbie Benson? Uh, I don't. Who's you don't Robbie remember Benson? Robbie Benson? You don't no. remember Robbie yeah. Benson? Yeah. He was kind of important uh, in the late 70s. He did two or he three was movies. kind of important yeah, remember, in the late 70s. Eric, there's a basketball movie he was in, like one-on-one. Is yeah, that what it's called? Like yeah. That. He was more so, of a pin-up boy than yeah, anything he was a else. Pr- like he was a pretty boy. Sean he was a pretty Cassidy. boy. Oh, yes. Robbie Benson. Now yeah. I know. No, okay, all right. But I want to say that it's a movie. It's all about the estranged. And by the way, Lee Remick is also in it. She's oh, wonderful. Yeah. She died too young. Uh, it's all about the estranged relationship between father and son. I want to say also it was directed by Bob Clark. Who did A Christmas Story and Porky's and Porky's? Mm -hmm. We can't forget that. And I was fortunate enough, you guys, to see the play tribute with Jack Lemmon here in L.A. And that was really cool to see both the movie and the play. And that's my number four. Nice. My number three is from 2006, starring Will Smith and his son, The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh yeah, what a great little movie, man. Yeah, Yeah. I I felt like that. That movie kind of came out of nowhere, and uh, I feel like. That was some of the, I don't know, I really like these movies like Paper Moon where the father and the, the offspring get real and yeah. they're like, even some of the yelling scenes, you can feel like it's almost cathartic and like 
I'm really going to lay into you a little bit here. That's and, cool. And yeah. I like that realism. And I thought that really came out very nicely in uh, Pursuit of Happiness. It's all about the relationship that he has with his son and how he's trying to protect his son and get himself, his son a place to stay. One of the big memorable scenes from the movie is where they have to sleep in the subway station in the bathroom. Right. Do you remember oh, yeah. that? And there, there are people like yes. trying to push open the door and they're trying. he's trying to prop the door closed yeah. so they can sleep the night in there. It's Painful. really, yeah, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. It is. Nice choice. 2006. Wasn't the happiness misspelled? Yes. And yeah. if you this see the movie. English teacher. And if really you see the movie, you see why. I know. It's explained why. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, he actually, that's the whole point is that there's like, he's taking his son to this daycare and the daycare has it misspelled. And he's like, that's misspelled. Don't be teaching my son how yeah, to right, misspell. Right, right. And they're like, what does it matter? And yeah. he's like, it, it fucking matters. It's yeah. a place of education. I, I I get that and I like that, but it was a gutsy thing to do to yeah. have a title, word and a title misspelled intentionally. Well, you know what I would say? Yes, it is kind of gutsy, but also it makes it infinitely more Unique. searchable. Searchable. You know, like you think about in the age of Google, if you type in pursuit of happiness, I mean, that will probably come it up. It will come up anyway. The H-A-P-P-Y N-E-S-S, right. only that movie's coming up yeah. and now you, yeah. you've really been sure. able to captivate yeah. your audience and, yeah. and get them. Yeah, that's a good them. point. Yeah. Yeah. So be thinking about that Yeah, as you title your next movie. Good idea. Ad nauseum. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Number three for me would be Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Yeah, the animated film. It's just hits all the right notes. It's great. Um, you know, it's got great voice actors. It's a great story. Sequel, not so much, but it does work. I didn't see the sequel. Yeah, Finding Dora. It, Dory, it's, it's just, yeah, it's okay. But Finding Nemo is just a classic. It's yeah, great. it really is. And those... Man, those seagulls. The mine, mine. Yeah, yeah. Mine? Oh, so it's great. It's great. Ira, nice. My number three. It's one of the Indiana Jones movies, and I think you know which one. It's the uh, the last Temple of Doom. No. Oh. <laughs> Was that the kid who was in the coal mining car that was yeah, going Yeah, and Indiana Jones was his father. <laughs> Didn't you get it? Yeah, uh, and then I have the wrong one. Last Crusade with Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. And I still remember Sean. Sean who? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's going, uh, what was it? Junior! Junior! Remember, he kept yeah, calling his exactly. son Junior. Yeah, it was yeah. a sweet film. I remember one words, <laughs> one, wor- one word of their line yeah, yeah. and repeat that. I just love it. Junior! 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 Don't mispronounce it. we got to take a drink. Please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, trying to mispr- no, no, I'm trying no. really hard to mispronounce no, the word junior. Right no, no, now. no, no, please. All right. My number two is uh from 2009, starring Robin Williams as the world's greatest dad. Did you guys see this movie? I have a feeling I don't think I did see that. No. The premise is fantastic. It's him he comes into his son's his son is like a he's like always telling his dad, like, you know, fuck off and yeah. you know, I, I hate you and everything else. And his he walks into his son's bedroom, and his son has um, died. He's killed himself by autoerotic asphyxiation. Like he mm-hmm. was jerking off and accidentally killed himself. And so he basically um, kind of covers that aspect up of his death and makes it like changes everything around to make his son be this great awesome uh, human being and kind of like redesigns this whole kid's life and, and so as everyone's all upset about it he's kind of telling them all these things that he did but he didn't actually do his son was actually kind of a worthless piece of shit oh, wow. and uh and he kind of um remodels the kid's legacy for him and wow wow yeah oh, now i gotta see bobcat goldthwaite directed it. it's great it's a really good movie what oh, wow that's yeah. crazy oh yeah you know he's a great director he's he's really good he got something at Sundance once. Yeah. I can't remember what he's that a great was. director. He's fantastic. 
And you wouldn't think it, but he's I never good. Associated he gets some yeah. attention back with the yeah. Yeah, Sundance. Okay. Wow. Anyway, that's it. World's Greatest Dad. Check it out. It's a good movie. I am. I am. Uh, my number two, it probably, again, an obvious choice, uh, Field of Dreams. What's that? Field of Dreams. It's a field of dreams. Oh, cool. All right, Ira? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us if, why, If you Eric. build it, they will come. Uh-huh. Well, come on. It's got the ending yeah. with the dad. Hey, dad, want to play catch? It's just, yeah. It, but you know, well, I guess it's all, I don't know. It is about him and his son. I mean, it's really about about Kevin Costner and his dad, right? Yeah, it's yeah, Kevin Costner and his dad. But yeah. then his he and his son play ball at the end, don't they? Yeah, they do reconnect because he has he has trouble connecting with his own son. I heard son that they're that. actually playing a real game this year. Yeah, in the actual field. At the actual field. Yeah, in Iowa. Did yeah. they do that already or are they going to? I think they've been doing it. I don't oh, know really? if this is the first year, but they've they've done that. I yeah. thought they were doing an actual NBL uh, ma- I thought they were doing an actual major league game. Is this the anniversary of the film or to come out? I got to uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Ira. Yeah. I, I got to tell you that uh, I'm not making this up that my, for years, my, when I was a lot younger, my dad wanted to play catch with me in the backyard. Just get your mitt. Let's play some ball. Just oh, catch. I thought you meant like sexually. Like you had to, and be, I, like I'd, you had I'd say, um, I'm, I, I'd rather uh, work on my puppet shows. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <story. laughs> You're so disappointed. You're poor Gay? dad. Your poor dad. <laughs> wow. My number. That's uh, true. Sorry, my number two. I you know, I, I in all actuality. What? What? I just. I wonder what your dad thought of you. Like, son, let's let's go throw the baseball. And you're like, I'm, I'm making I, costumes I, for my puppets. I got some marionettes here. I want to <laughs> spend some time with more than more than you. But tell tell him what you said to your dad when he came home all the time. This is. This, this is, is a really something. I'm not bullshitting at all. But when my dad would come home from a hard day at the office from working, I'd open up the garage as he'd come in and I would thank him for going to work. And he would look at me and I'd say, no. And you're... give you a backhand? <laughs> he'd look at me and I'd say, no, Smart you're working really kid. hard to put food on the table for, for me, for my brother, for your wife. Thank you for doing this for us. Is that a, very Ira. That's and it was so at that weird. moment he realized he was <laughs> never going to have grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> my son's gay. It's, true. it's a true Aww. story. All right. Yeah. So um, I remember my dad used to listen to the radio, the Dodgers. And he, was, he said, hey, son, it's the Dodgers. They're in the, I, said, I don't care. <laughs> I just didn't care about sports. No. My number two. I love this film. Wait, what if your father had said... The Dodgers are playing, and you said, I don't care. And then he said, hot girls like the Dodgers. I'm there. <laughs> you know, there. have you ever been to a Dodgers game before? They made me go yeah, we, once. We, went, we, went, we took you to one. Yes. Remember it? Yeah. Yes, we, we did go. You know, yeah. the, we, we, there's some hot-looking ladies out there at the Dodgers. No, no there aren't. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. the wives yeah. of the players. Oh, no, 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 no the fans. It's a thing. Yeah. They like, get decked up to go. You bet. You might want to reconsider yeah, your baseball Are they options. in short skirts? And oh, yeah. Wait, they're they're midriff. Pierced. You've been holding yeah. out on me. It's a, tried to, I've asked you before to go. It's a thing, Ira. Like, yeah. It's a thing, especially the Dodgers. Not, not all stadiums are like this, but it's a cultural thing. A lot of them are Latino, but it's a thing to get decked up in Dodgers gear and go to Dodgers games where they're they're wearing like short short they're yep. shorts they're not paying attention heels. to the game no they're they're on their phones they're there to be yeah. seen yes. he's preaching he's and, preaching um they're young oh yeah and do they have a thing for older Jews uh, is your name Sandy Koufax 
<laughs> Come on. That was pretty good. That was pretty that was, fast. That was pretty good. That was, that pretty, was pretty good. good. That's why I get paid the no bucks. My <laughs> parents were so proud for an important game when Sandy said he wasn't playing at that game because oh, of the Jewish Sabbath. holiday. Yeah. It was the Jewish holiday. And my mom yeah. and dad were just, they like nodded. They were really pleased to hear that he did that, which was kind of a ballsy thing to do then was, yeah. in the early 60s. Yeah. I remember that. Okay. My number two. Saw it in the theater when it first came out. I, I love this film, Big Fish. Gone with him went, oh. Big Fish. Big Tim Fish. Burton, Tim Burton. It is a yeah. fun, Bert, Tim Burton, 2003. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't much care for Big Fish. Really? Yeah. I thought it was magical. Well, it is a magical movie. Mm. And I got to tell you that you mentioned end, it a couple times. I think I need have, to go back and rewatch. Yeah. It's one of those we might put on that list to yeah. rewatch. At the end when the old man dies and there's a funeral. And remember this? All yeah. the fantastical characters yeah. are there. So he wasn't making up these stories I'm with, after all. I'm with Robert on this one. I, really? I was never a big fan of You're it. Not? it yeah. I just found it to be too precious. It was a little like, nah, okay. All yeah. Right. Oh, fuck you both. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't like your... <laughs> Sorry. All right. Yeah. Well, my number one has already been spoiled. Thanks a lot, Eric. Yeah, I know. 1948's Bicycle Thieves. And I like that you say the Bicycle Thieves, not the Bicycle Thief, the American uh, uh, rewording of the title. If, If you are listening to this podcast and you have not seen Bicycle Thieves, you really need to stop it right now. Go watch. It's a fantastic film. Ira, have you seen it? I'm going to send you home with it tonight. I have it too, so I can send home. It's with you. it's okay. one of these films. I will admit, is it like French? No, it's it's no. Italian. And you put it on, and you start watching it, and you go, "All right, this feels like homework." It's black and white. It's subtitles. It's like it's everything that you expect a foreign movie t- to be annoying about. Yeah. And then you're about ten minutes in, and you go, "Oh wait, this movie is actually really fucking good." And There's, you got to see where it goes. And you man, see where it goes. It's it's a beautiful premise, and the acting is fucking incredible. Most of which were non-professional actors. Right. Yeah, that's great. It's fantastic. It's a really, really good movie. Holds up well. Yeah, I got yeah. it for you. Who was it? Truffaut? Was it? No, no it's uh, Desica. Desica. Oh. Yeah. Italian neorealism. Yeah, yeah. I think it was French. Uh, I'm pretty hmm. sure it was Italian neorealism. Yeah, it is. Considering you know. The, the guy who teaches this is sitting Yeah, in I think I might know a little bit about this. Is there a red balloon? In the- not in this one. Okay. No. Oh, sorry. Black and white, Ira. That's, that's not even a neorealism either. You- yeah. Man can poop. Just like red balloons. <laughs> you know, that's the only short film to ever be nominated for Best Picture. It was actually it, it didn't win it didn't no, win, it did win but it was That's nominated true. for best movie. It was nominated for best picture. That's amazing. That yeah. That's true. amazing. The Red Bull. Yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, yeah, it's really. It's good. on YouTube. Yeah, you can find it. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know where else it is? Where it's on DVD and yeah, it's, on, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. You yeah. can find it all, all sorts of places. Yeah. Just like we're all over the place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, go I ahead. Know. What do you got? All right, my number one. I hope I can do this, and tell me if I can't. A tie. Can't do it. Okay, you sure? No, go ahead. All right, it's a tie. Two similar films, and let's see if you guys can see my through line here. 1976, The Omen. 1968, Rosemary's Baby. Oh, so uh, what's his nose? Uh, uh, Oh, wait, Rosemary's Baby was... What? The guy that was up for yeah. um, the director. Yeah, what's his name? What's his name? You Roman know, he Blansky. Raped, he raped a thirteen-year-old. But he didn't do the Omen. It's not the no, no, he didn't. But, yeah, no. Richard Donner did, did the Omen. No, it's it's um. What's well, he the, can't have two. It's the same father. Uh, 
It's Satan. the same. Satan. Yeah. And the Satan's the dad. Christ. Right. Yeah. Same characters. Yeah. What do I do in my log when I go five, four, three, two, one? What do I do with no, his? Just put a, a big one, asterisk one. next to it. And yeah. Just be like, delete. You're delete. messing up my columns. I know. You are messing up my columns. <laughs> what have you done to it? What have you done to its eyes? Uh, all right. What do you like about these movies? Uh, Are you just trying to be difficult? No, they're, okay. they're like seminal works of uh, you know horror and and Rosemary's Baby. Wait a second! Incredible, diff- it's yeah. Ro- Did you say the Omen and Rosemary's Baby? Yeah, both. So wait, wait, wait. Father, the father is Satan. So, yeah, the father is Satan, and, son, and the baby is, is the Antichrist. Antichrist. No, it's the grandson. What? Well, yeah, because Mia Farrow. Right. Mia Farrow gave birth, so it's right, actually. But there's a father. Oh, there's a father. Yeah. So it's the father. Somebody's so, screaming outside. Who's Satan? Okay. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. Saw the film. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Father, son. Yeah. The son's bad, but they're the same anyway. Yeah. Right. I, the Omen fell flat for me. Which one? The Omen did. The, the Omen. Oh, you didn't like the ending with the big he lives mm, gets away. No. Nah. All right. I like Rosemary's Baby. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah that's a yeah. hell of a movie. Ruth yeah. Gordon. She won the Oscar. A hell of a movie. Yeah, that's right. Supporting yeah. actress. Yeah. Yeah. Ira, what do you got? What's your number one? My number one is Life is Rosemary's beautiful. Baby in the Omen. <laughs> Life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. Uh, what a, a movie! One. Oh, that's that great. one you approve? Okay, that's we didn't great. care for Big Fish, but Life is 1997. Now, that, now that's a French film featuring yeah. a red balloon <laughs> in a concentration camp. It's Wait, Italian. It's Italian. Yeah, Italian. Uh, Roberto. Roberto. <laughs> What's so oh, funny? No. Roberto, oh no. Roberto. Oh no. Roberto Bernardini. Not just a shot. R- You're Roberto. gonna chug. Bad. Chug. 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 Bernardini. Roberto. Remember when he won the Oscar? We were talking about who? That. Yeah. Got Roberto. He got on top of the chair. Roberto. Who? Bernardini. <laughs> That's not even close. How did, what's his last name? I, what I love about you, Ira, is yeah. any. Any hard, like complex last names, yeah, you just, just say the first name and then say like B. Yeah, Roberto B. You can just fill in the gap. <laughs> yeah. How do you say his last name? I, I'm not going to tell you. You don't know. How. <laughs> no. You can't. Oh, I know. Say it. I'm not going to. I like it better. See, when you... Eric, do you know? Uh, see, <laughs> I stand alone. I don't. Anyway. I don't want to be a part of a drinking game. I'm not going to do that. Go ahead. What do you got, Eric? What a lovely film. No, well, he stood up during the Oscars. Did you want to talk about that? Oh, he stood on the chairs. Remember, yeah. he was, and that was sincere. It wasn't an act, yeah. but it was. It had such pathos at that mm-hmm. moment. It was a great yeah. memo in Oscar history. Yeah. What a sweet story with the son lying to him. Yeah, yeah, about the concentration camps. Remember the ending with the tank. You can go for ride the tank. And you know. anyway, it's a lovely film, and it is largely a father and son story. Mm. That's my number mm. one. His last name is Mussolini, <laughs> Roberto Mussolini. <laughs> All right, that's top five for this week. I have a couple scoops. I wanted oh. to do this real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Two, uh, call me by your name. Yeah, I like the father talking to his son at the end. One yeah, of the best. Yeah, really cool. And then uh, a really creepy documentary. If you've seen or not, capturing the Freedmen. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. A family of clowns. The dad's a clown and the sons. Oh, it's really creepy. Have you seen Dear Zachary? No, I've heard of it. Oh man, did pretty slow. Did you just groan at that? Yeah, Ooh. it's one of those. She was Whew, man, oh, man, it's a. Uh, I, I felt like it wasn't enough father son. It was about the father, and it's about the son, but it's also about the mom. And the movie is so much about the mom that I really don't feel like it's a father son. It's really like father and son uh, with the mom. An Ooh. incredible movie, incredible. Okay, you, right. Eric, I'll it's a it. signed. You got to see this movie. Dear Zachary, All right. it's 
it, it don't look anything up don't read anything about it just sit down and watch the movie not knowing anything going into it oh, that's gonna be hard but okay he doesn't right. do it. he doesn't work that way oh man he likes to dig deep and know what no he's gonna say. don't don't do, you, but... you do yourself a, a disservice here what kind of what kind of film is it just give me a general you'll be sobbing by the end of the movie okay wow wow yeah wow okay all right one of the few films i've cried at wow multiple Whoa. times hey why now don't I you invite me over we can cry together yeah don't do any research though no i won't i'll just get it on my queue it's available everywhere i see yeah yeah all right it's called dear zachary Got anyway it. go ahead nice oh for scoops you know it wasn't the, about the October Sky. There was the father son oh, yeah. dynamic right. in yeah. that yeah. film, and that was a yeah. it was a, an element in the film. Yeah, even though it wasn't really about that. But carbon also, was an element in the film too. Carbon was. <laughs> the, are you guys familiar with a movie called Frequency? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Dennis Quaid. It yeah. was a quirky film, and I think it, it worked. Den- yeah, Dennis Quaid. I saw that too in the theater, yeah. and it was quite uh, affecting mm-hmm. the movie Frequency. Those are a couple of my scoops. Did you have any scoops? I did. Dear Zachary. Well, you just said that, didn't you? I did. Do you want to go back to me? Dear Zachary. Go ahead. I already got any scoops. <laughs> Roberto Bellini. Bellini. It is Bellini. I've been saying No, you didn't say Bellini. You <laughs> said Bellini. But, oh, oh, Like sorry. a panini. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Roberto Panini Press. All right. No, <laughs> this no, has no, gone on long enough. <laughs> a good top five. Yeah. It was. Yeah. If people have suggestions for father-son movies, you can uh, reach out to us. Send us an email. Where? At Robert at AngieWavePodcast.com. Oh, or. And slash. Or Ira at AnyWavePodcast.com. Or you can reach out to us through Twitter or Instagram. Our handle there is at AntiWavePod. That's right. We're all over the place. Much the like room. the stars in the sky. The star, oh, it's are. good. You're getting back to our core theme. Yes. Uh, or just go to a Podbean, or or you can go to Stitcher, G- a Google Play. We're on iTunes. Just go to our website. Or you can throw us a few bucks and uh, help, keep, help keep the spocking holes moving over at Patreon. That should be a drinking game. Okay, you always stumble. Say, you always we, stumble we do on for that. that one. We do for that one. Yeah. For some last few weeks, you stumbled. Patreon. Shekels usually say shekels. Yeah. Part of it. A few bucks. That's what I need to say. But bucks, sprocket holes. I like shekels. Don't say shekels. Yeah. Don't say shekels. No, we got a drink. I like shekels. Yes, take another drink. Yep. Shekels. No, stop. Shrekels. Stop, about stop, that? Stop, stop, stop. That's a movie-related thing. Shrekels. Oh, Shrek. Yeah. <sighs> Eric, thanks so much for coming over. Eric, guys, thank you for having me. Hey, it's been a little bit of heaven having you in studio. Uh, if people yeah, want to find you, where can they find you? Valley College. Valley, Valley College. College. That's it. The arts department. Professor Swellstead's class. Uh, Eric, it's been a, a real pleasure having you. Thank Ira, you. it's been a pleasure having you. It's too bad we can't have you back for episode 144. But, 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 uh, but, but you know I've what? You did hey, let's give producer fired. Joey a round of applause. Yeah. yeah. Woo, good game. And Madeline. Yay. Oh, and uh, also, we have a movie to, for next week. That's right. You um, don't think I know, do you? What is it? The Laundromat. The Laundromat. We're back to my boy, Steve Soderberg. Yes. Wait, are you filming in a laundromat? Are you guys going to record in a laundromat? Ooh, that's a good idea. Maybe yes. we should. That's, that's actually, yes, I that's really cool. We got to do that. Uh, maybe we should. Uh, Ira, wow. do they have women there in skirts oh, and heels, brother. like at a Dodger they, game? They, they will be wearing like <laughs> short skirts that don't fit because they're doing their laundry. Cool. Probably way too long. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, we'll be reviewing the laundromat. Ira, you you're already you're miffed at Soderbergh after High Flying Bird, oh, right? It's a piece of shit. It really wasn't that bad. You, you've was. hated it more as time has gone by. You know, I'd rather see Astro Boy <laughs> ad, ad, ad nauseum, ad, ad nauseum <laughs> than sit through that. What about Isle of Dogs? 
No, you're right. Now, of all the ones, <laughs> of all the movies we've critiqued. Don't bring that up. Oh, please. man. Ooh. What do we say? Too precious. All right. Well, next week we're going to watch Laundromat. So check that out. It should be uh, out in theaters for a little while. It should be streaming on Netflix a little bit later on. But I think this week it's going to be in theaters only. So you might have to go to the theater. Check that out. And until then, keep watching movies. And we'll help you sort them out. But I'm Brad Pitt.